Welcome back in Main Street Sports today on this Reaction Monday. JP, Mo, and George Plaster sitting in with us today. And we are excited to have him because it gives us another opportunity to look ahead. Four weeks, he said, George, right? Four weeks? Absolutely. Four weeks from today. Did you tell Wes I was going to be in here? Uh, that's that was the hook. That was the, that, no, was, that, the hook. was, the, that, that was, was the hook. That was the hook. Yeah, point. yeah. He said I got something to say to George. Yeah, no, um, yeah. So, uh, but coming up July 11th, the George Plaster Show with some familiar voices and some new ones, uh, and it will anchor our daily Main Street Media lineup, which uh, includes us right here. A half hour following us, so we're gonna we're gonna lead into the Plaster Show. Mo, looking forward to that, and uh, we'll have some local content as well in between there. But uh, looking forward to that uh, here on uh, Main Street Media, I, I, Main Street TV, I think maybe is what we're naming. I think we're still workshopping the name of that. Unless, do you know George? I You're asking me. Okay, just making sure. Good Lord, just making sure. <laughs> God. <laughs> to to that big orange elephant in the room. Still Mo. Trying to figure out yeah. what Netflix is. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> There we go. Sorry about that. It's been a while since you've done that. You know? Yeah. There we go. So you talked and nobody listened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He used used to be pretty bad about that. He's gotten better. You ever think he did it on purpose? All the time. Mm. Every time. Yeah. Maurice Patton, George Plaster, J.P. Plant joining you here on Main Street Sports today. Today. And also, also with us from... From the east side of the state, one Wes Rucker of twenty four seven Sports to um, give us the the temperature of things in Knoxville following this weekend's super regional result as Notre Dame advances to the College World Series and Tennessee and their fifty seven and nine record stays at home. Tough, really tough situation. Um, Wes, I, I I assume you were there. I mean, it it had to be just. Uh, again, I was at Vanderbilt in '07 when they lost to Michigan in the regionals, so I I got an idea of what a stadium full of a team's fans can feel like when that type of disappointment really sets in. And when Evan Russell grounded into that 5-4-3 double play to end that ball game yesterday, it, it had to be just stone silent except for the Notre Dame fans, I would imagine. Oh, you're exactly right, Mo. I mean, that's what it was. You know, uh, uh, several thousand people came to Lindsey Nelson Stadium for, you know, part of a coronation, right? And it, and it didn't happen. And any time that happens, you're, you're, you're going to see a lot of people leaving with kind of a – you know, deflated is is an understatement, right? I, I mean, it, it, kind of like they've been, you know, punched in the face. And and it, it's not – I think a lot of people in the back of their minds knew that something like this was possible, but they just felt like with this team it wasn't possible, you know? And, and that's always a dangerous place to be, especially in a sport where, you know, I, I mean – you don't the number one overall seed has not won this tournament this century so it's not like this is unprecedented i mean this is what regularly happens in college baseball you know it's not the national champion is not necessarily the best team it's the team that was the best at the right time 
And there's nothing wrong with that, um, but that's just kind of how it is. And this sport, you, you can spend months just kind of, you know, lapping the field and pointing and laughing at everyone else along the way and kind of being big orange bullies. But at the end of the day, you're just a couple of bad innings away from the whole thing being over. And, and that's what makes sports so awesome uh, and also so tragic at the same time. Maybe tragic's not the right word, but, but so perfect and imperfect is that things like that can happen as good as Tennessee is. That is without question the most talented team in college baseball. I don't even think it's that close, but Notre Dame's got a bunch of good players, a bunch of veterans. Notre Dame almost took out the national champions last year in their home field down there at Duty Noble. That was a three-game series. It could have gone either way. Um, and this time, the Irish had enough, and Link Jarrett said it best. They didn't have to be better than Tennessee. They just had to find a way to win two baseball games, and they did that, and they deserved it, and they're moving on because, honestly, they were the better team on the field this weekend. Tough to watch if you're a UT fan, obviously, in part because there was nothing that really warned you just based on the way Tennessee was going about their business. You know, had some had some online conversations with some folks over the weekend. Obviously, you didn't get a great start out of Blade Tidwell on Friday night. Not the start you expected out of him at all. But that offense was, and I went back and counted, they won 34 games by with nine or more runs. They scored nine or more runs in 34 games. They won all 34 of them. So, you know, even giving up as many runs as they did Friday night didn't put that ball game out of the woods. But some of the other events, and and I think you have to ask, and I'm sure it was asked, the the pitching coach, Frank Anderson, got tossed along with Drew Gilbert Mm -hmm. on Friday. Would they have made a different decision with Chase Burns yesterday had the pitching coach been in the dugout, do you think? No, I mean, it's a great question, Mo, and, and it's probably the $64,000 question. We, we, we don't know. Uh, I would like to think, and I would lean slightly toward I don't think so because the pitch count was not high. I mean, I think even the, the first pitch that was taken out of the yard there in the seventh, I think that was a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. And, and really a, a kind of a borderline two-strike pitch there that was the correct call, but you know, a lot of call jumps, that's strike three, and you're you're starting the mower and moving on, and you're you're out of the inning. So it, 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 it is that close, and again, that's what makes sports so beautiful is that things like that can happen. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think if you question anything, uh, it would be after the first home run, um, you know, even though it was a bit flukish down the right field corner there, that short porch, uh, but then the guy hits the long home run foul, moments later and you're like okay you don't like to make mid pitch at uh, changes but or mid mid count changes maybe this is the time to do it um, but they didn't do it and, and ultimately that's tony vitello's call not frank anderson's um, but frank anderson's maybe the best pitching coach in college baseball certainly on the short list so would would him chewing on tony's ear have changed things it might have it, it, it really might have um but you're right just speaking in generally about the weekend you know it, until those final three innings on Sunday, it kind of felt like a couple of other Tennessee series where the other team comes in and wins that first game and, you know, kind of they're all fired up to play them and they punch them in the mouth and then Tennessee gets irritated the next two days and just whoops them. 
and and they have at the end of the weekend they just have more depth than you they have more talent than you and 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 they're gonna they're gonna wear you down uh and it felt like part sunday was kind of going that way they tacked on a couple early runs you know they were they led for most of the game but they they never delivered the knockout punch mm-hmm. uh and and you just kind of left them hanging around and that that leaves you in a position where in that ballpark just one missed spot can end the whole thing and and that's what happened and i, I don't know that that burns i mean the pitch count wasn't high uh he might have been laboring a little bit but the stuff the velocity was still good it, it hadn't been tailing off with any of the you know those 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 track man type numbers it just you know it, it it it's a big boy decision and in hindsight obviously it wasn't the right one um but i also think it's easy for us from this side to say that um Whereas during the game, until that foul home run, I never would have thought about taking Burns out of the game, um, and, and that was only 30 seconds before the home run that that that, that gave Notre Dame the lead. So I, I'm not the expert here. Um, I, I just think they made a tough call and got it wrong. Wes, do you think Danny White tells Tony Vitello you got to dial it back a little? That's a really good question, George, and 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 and, and I, I, I think he might tell him to be more selective, you know, like uh, just just you know, don't come out with the heater all the time, right? Like save the heater. All baseball guys have the the heater in them, right? It happens, um, but the regularity with which it happens, um, that might be something they talk about. But I also think there is a possibility here that Tennessee, when it started upsetting the apple cart last year and it realized um, it kind of broke into that old boys club of the SEC and it it kind of developed this reputation and it was doing stuff that a lot of other teams were doing. But for some reason, when Tennessee did it, it it became more of a thing. And that's how it started. And then once Tennessee saw the reaction, it was like, okay, if you think we're villains, we're going to really show you some villains now. And they just kind of adopted this whole persona. So I, I I don't know that they will either. There's a chance, in my opinion, that they almost double down on this now, and they're like, okay, now it really is us against the world. And you you want you thought this was piss and vinegar before. Wait till you see this. I mean, it's possible. I, I don't know. Um, you know, guys like Drew Gilbert certainly will be playing professionally next year. And you'll have a kind of a new core of guys leading the team, and every team kind of tends to follow the personality of uh, of its you know kind of key players or key figures. But also, uh, the guy recruiting them, the guy coaching them, is not changing, and 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 in terms of at least who he is. So I don't know. I'm fascinated to see because um, with Vitello, as a guy who's been around him for a long time now, the second that game ends, he goes back to being the kind of guy you see most of the time. But when they step between those lines, those guys are maniacs. And, you know, at some point, are people going to say, well, you're Peter Pan now, you know, you're, you know, you're getting too old to do this stuff now. Will that happen? Yes. Will people say that? Yes. Um, will it change anything? I don't know. Um, personally, I, I laugh all the time that like Tony, Tony needs a wife or at least a dog, man, something to go home to at the end of the day where you're not just so, you know, I, I say, I say that as a joke, but it's like, I mean, you know, a little domestic bliss might calm you down a little bit, my man have something to go home to, but I just don't know. He's so, he's a, this is a scrappy middle infielder who was not a great 
baseball player, but, you know, played in a power conference kind of through sheer force of will. And that's just kind of the persona that he has. And I just don't know that's going to change. Wes, are they, give me this really quick, um, because this is an area I guess I don't know well enough. No matter who wins it now, and I still think Tennessee's the best team, even though they're not going to get there and they're not going to win it. Are they head and shoulders the favorite next year? That will probably depend on a couple of things. Um, there's a couple of guys like, let's see what happens with Ortega in the draft. You know, there's, there's a couple of little pieces there that will really matter to me because you know the weekend rotation. I mean, their entire weekend rotation is going to be <laughs> with the Team USA in like a week. So, yeah, I mean, they're fine there. Um, but they got to replace a couple guys who you're not quite sure if they're going to leave. They're bringing in some big portal pieces. Obviously, Maui Ahuna, um, potentially uh, the the catcher-pitcher combo guy from Air Force who, who's an All-American. They will be one of the favorites. Um, will they be the, the favorite? I don't know. But any list that probably doesn't have them like in the top five going into next season will be a little bit wacky because – they they're going to be good. They're going to be in that conversation as long as that head coach is there. Wes Rucker, 247sports.com, joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Wes, now that Tennessee is out of the mix, who's a favorite in Omaha? Well, that's a great question, right? I mean, I guess maybe that depends on, uh, you know, even right now, you know, Stanford <laughs> in the first inning of that game, UConn's got the bases loaded with no outs and now is just about to score two or three runs. So who the hell knows, right? I mean, Ole Miss did not have a tournament resume at all, full stop. Did not have a tournament team, but not a tournament resume, um, but then got in the field. And now all of a sudden, whoa, look at this. They're, <laughs> this, they're really good like they were supposed to be. You know, Texas is, is interesting. Oklahoma's gotten good. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea because I thought there were three or four teams who were kind of a little bit ahead of everybody else, and um, maybe one of them will be there now. <laughs> uh, it's why it's a great it's a great tournament, man. It really is like a nine loss team that that I mean every national champion since like 1978 except for one had double digit losses like 11, 12 or losses or more except for Augie Garrido's Cal State Fullerton team in '95. Uh, and that wasn't a power conference team. So so this is kind of uncharted territory. I mean, it, it was Tennessee versus the field. Well, the field wins, right? <laughs> I mean, the field's left. Um, I, I, to me, it's going to be a really exciting tournament. Tennessee fans might be angry and not watch it, but I, I'm still going to love this because, my gosh, man, an 18 field where anybody could win, that sounds like great fun to me. And, and if Auburn beats Oregon State, you're going to have three SEC teams in one bracket. It's not, in a year where the league was so down, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, 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 that's, that's what's so weird about this tournament because people all year people said maybe the SEC's down a little bit mm-hmm. um, because, look, if there's this one team and they're clearly the best in the country. Uh, but other than that, who else is there? Well, the team that's the best in the country is gone. And three of the teams that were also Rams are probably going to be in Omaha now. So it's like, what do we know? What do we ever know? Um, and, and that's what's beautiful. I mean, it's this is the way American sports are run, right? This is a 60-70 game season, and you know, if you're good for those that last month, that man, that's all that really matters. And that's that's it's that sucks because that puts a lot on teams like uh, Tennessee going into the tournament. Vanderbilt can certainly speak to that. Those guys have been through that. 
Um, but man, that's part of it, right? If you, if you want to, you, you want to win it all, you got to be good when it matters. There you go. Wes Rucker, 247sports.com, joining us here on Main Street Sports today, sharing his knowledge. And, Wes, we appreciate you taking the time with us. Anytime, fellas. You know that. Good to hear George, too. Hey, Wes, same here. Good to talk to you. When we come back on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint, going to talk a little Celtics and Warriors and whether this thing goes seven or not. Stay with us.